0: Three months after my first miscarriage, I fell pregnant again. I knew in my heart that I was pregnant. I bought a pregnancy test at Walmart, came home, and took the test. And Owen told me, it's positive. To say that I was nervous doesn't do my nerves justice when I saw the positive pregnancy test. Granted, I was thoroughly excited, but in the back of my mind, I thought, what if I miss Gary again? I felt like I was walking on eggshells the first week and half of being pregnant. My first miscarriage was at exactly 5 weeks, so I told myself, once I get to 5 weeks, I'll be fine. I started drinking only 1 cup of coffee, watched what I ate, and tried to relax. I also didn't call my abjin until after I hit 5 weeks. I kept thinking, once I hit 5 weeks I'll be okay. And after my 5 week mark, I felt like I could breathe for once in this pregnancy. I also kept thinking that the likelihood of me having 2 miscarriages in a row was low. I've seen online that 2% to 4% of pregnant women have two miscarriages in a row. According to USC Fertility, just 2% of pregnant women experience two pregnancy losses in a row, and only about 1% have three consecutive pregnancy losses. The risk of recurrence depends on many factors. After one miscarriage, the chance of a second miscarriage is about 14 to 21%. After two or three miscarriages, the rate is 24 to 29 percent and 31 to 33 percent, respectively. And March of Dimes says if you have repeat miscarriages, also called recurrent pregnancy loss, you have two or more miscarriages in a row. About 1 in 100 women, 1 percent, have repeat miscarriages. Most women who have repeat miscarriages, 50 to 75 in 100 or 75 percent, have an unknown cause. And most women with repeat miscarriages with an unknown cause, 65 in 100 women or 65%, go on to have a successful pregnancy. With this information at my fingertips, I thought a second miscarriage in a row wasn't possible. I thought this pregnancy was here to stay. The thought of another miscarriage, after I hit my 5-week mark, seemed highly unlikely. I was happily surprised when my pregnancy symptoms were minimal. I had nausea, but it would happen here and there. I was so exhausted though, taking two to three hour naps almost daily. And my appetite was basically non-existent. The bloating was so bad to the point that I was wearing maternity shorts by seven weeks because the bloat was so bad. Nothing made me think, I might miscarry my baby. I was just happy not to be as sick as I was when I was pregnant with Grant. Which made me think I was pregnant with a girl. I took weekly bump photos. I know that my bump is mostly, if not all, bloat. But I was over the moon excited. My estimated due date was May 2nd. Owen and I decided not to tell anyone I was pregnant. We wanted to hide the pregnancy as long as my body would allow. It was a fun secret to share with Owen. I had an ultrasound at five weeks, three days. Which, looking back now, I wish I didn't have an ultrasound that early because you can't see anything. Your baby is so tiny that all you see is a black hole on the screen. And that can make your mind go crazy. Even though you know in your head, that the baby is the size of a poppy seed and maybe smaller if your dating is wrong. So in the future, I will not have an ultrasound before my 7-week mark because you basically can't see anything and it'll cause your mind to unnecessarily stress. I had no reason to believe my baby had passed at 6 weeks and 3 days. I kept having pregnancy symptoms. I wrote down what I was feeling every day. I remember how nauseous I would get some days. Sirens were not going off in head. I had another ultrasound and appointment when I would be 8 weeks and 4 days pregnant. I remember telling Owen that I wasn't sure what I would see. And I said that because I had a tiny amount of brown spotting the night before my appointment. But of course, I googled it, and brown spotting was normal. I also wasn't having cramps or back pain, so I thought, it's just another weird pregnancy symptom. But I guess another part of me started to think, maybe it's a miscarriage. I asked Owen if we could pray before we went to my appointment, and we did. Owen dropped me off at my appointment because of COVID restrictions at my I kissed him goodbye and I eagerly waited to see our baby. I did the normal weight, blood pressure, and pee in a cup routine. I then walked into the room with an ultrasound. I was getting more and more excited to see my baby. My doctor was doing the ultrasound and she knows how much I wanted this pregnancy. She was excited for me to get pregnant so soon after my first miscarriage. But I knew something was wrong when she began the ultrasound. It's like the world froze. I was holding my breath. I watched my doctor's facial expression so closely that I could just tell. I could tell something was wrong. Without her saying a word, I began to cry. I knew in my heart something was terribly wrong. Oh Chloe! I took my mask off and began to cry out loud. My doctor didn't say anything. She waited until I quieted and proceeded to tell me what she saw. This is your uterus, so baby implanted in the right spot. However, it looks like baby stopped growing around six weeks in one day. I'm so sorry, Chloe. We call this a missed miscarriage. I began to cry hard again. I felt awful. My heart was broken. I felt like my body failed me. Why didn't my body miscarry naturally like the first one? I felt bad for my doctor because I know being in this situation is never easy for anyone. I felt like throwing up. I was shaking. Oh man, I felt my world turn upside down. And then it hit me. I've been carrying my dead baby for over two weeks. I've been a walking coffin. I was getting hit with all these emotions and thoughts. And I laid on that table completely vulnerable and heartbroken but at some point the doctor had to talk about completing the miscarriage. I know she wasn't trying to hurry my appointment. Or make me stop crying. I knew my baby had to pass. It was just hard going from, I can't wait to see my baby, to, I'm sorry, you have a missed miscarriage, to, how would you like to handle the situation? It was overwhelming and just heartbreaking. I opted to try to have my miscarriage naturally. I wanted to give my body time to go through the process. Maybe now, Since I knew of the miscarriage, my body would hopefully soon, go through the process. Soon wasn't soon enough. The only thing I've been grateful for during the COVID restriction is the fact that my Abjin's waiting room was empty. A lady was coming in as I was checking out. My eyes were red from crying. My doctor had me wait for her to order two blood tests and an ultrasound. I was grateful to walk into an empty waiting room and not one filled with pregnant and non-pregnant women who would see me crying. Dash. I will be doing a part 2 about my missed miscarriage. The weeks following the diagnosis of my missed miscarriage many events happened and there's a lot of information that needs to be shared. I believe the information can be helpful for many women who are debating whether to have a natural miscarriage or to have a medically assisted miscarriage. Mama, you are loved and your baby is loved. You matter and your baby matters. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For just as the sufferings of Christ are ours in abundance, so also our comfort is abundant through Christ. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5 More songs I've been listening to recently. Worn by Tenth Avenue North Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. Tremble by Mosaic MSC. Come as you are by Crowder. Counting every blessing by Rend Collective.